Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We're opening a new series on today. And it's called, There is More in You. Look at your neighbor and tell them, there is more in you. Whether you believe it or not, there is more. There is more in you. And so that's the series that we're opening. But my message for today, the title is The Season for Change. And God has been confirming and confirming. And so as I was preparing and praying about what to say and 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 I believe God is he's gonna do he, he gonna do what he gonna do in here today because I had to fight for this word this morning I had to fight for it I ain't gonna lie to you I'm not saying it to brag I'm not saying it to be impressive but I had to fight for it why did I have to fight for it? Because it's something that God needs for you to get. And so I did what I had to do. And so sometimes in order to see the manifestation of change in your life, you've got to go beyond what you've been doing. Thank you, Jesus. Because for some reason, I, 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 I don't understand, Minister Sam, but for some reason, people, they will just do the same thing over and 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 over again. And they keep doing it and they get frustrated. And every time they do it again, they get more frustrated. And they're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. When is it going to click that's not working? When? And so what God was dealing with me about in the season for change is that some of us have a mind have a mindset that if I keep doing it and I keep praying, God'll change his mind and give me what I want. But that's not the way it works. That's not God. Because if it were going to happen, and so let me, let me go here. Let me go here. What I just said, there's some people, you've been doing some things 10, 20 years. You might switch it up a little bit, but you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And you've drawn a line in the sand with the Lord. I'm not moving until you change it. And God says, well, I ain't moving neither because that's not my will. And so basically what you've done is you brought yourself out of alignment with God. And you've built a place, a place that has become a place of bitterness a place of stubbornness, a place of rebellion. And God doesn't honor that. He doesn't honor that. But God says that today begins a season of change. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you today, God. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, God. And so, even in looking, in looking at the season 
of change. Seasons are a fact of life. Naturally so. Naturally so. They are a fact of life. We typically think of a season just in general. We think of the four seasons, amen? Spring, summer, winter, and fall. Now, interestingly enough, not everyone, dependent upon where they live, experiences all four seasons. But there are four seasons of the year, and they do change. And seasons, as I was preparing, um, one of the things that I was able to pull out, seasons are marked by particular weather patterns and daylight hours. However, spiritually so, seasons are marked by our experiences and how we deal with the challenges that life presents us. And so what are you saying? What I'm saying is you're in a season right now in your life. I'm in a season. I'm walking out of season right now. And I'm going to share a little bit about my season. Some of you know, some of you, some of you do not. But at the end of last year, I began to enter into a new season. And it was so interesting because I'll never forget watch night service, December 31st. I was very sick. But I was in the house of God because I was determined to hear what thus saith the Lord. And so the word that the man of God released that I pulled out for me, and he went on to preach it several times through morning manna and even through our Sunday, Sunday morning messages. But it comes out of 1 Samuel 30 where God told David to pursue and so God gave me the word pursue for 2022 for me. Okay? And so what does that mean? Shanae, you, 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 you got that word pursue. Well, in January, I went from being sick to being sicker. Didn't know what was going on. Doctor couldn't figure it out. I'm going to my primary care physician and he's doing all that he knows and, and he's prescribed some things, but I'm still having issues. And I finally, after probably about that third week in January, I'm like, this, this is not working. And something's wrong. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but something is wrong and I need you to help me figure it, figure it out. So speed it up a little bit. He sent me for some tests, sent me for some blood work. And the morning after I did my blood test, I got a call from the doctor's office. Go to the ER immediately. Immediately. They didn't tell me why. They just said, go. And so I'm like, okay. I was a little, I ain't gonna front. I was a little anxious because I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But what I did know is I felt like life was leaving out of me. I felt that. And not being overly dramatic, but 
sometimes because you know, I, and I'll I, I talk about me. I've I, I been through some stuff in my body physically, and yeah, I push myself, and I, I rebuke the enemy, and W you a liar, and I'm going anyway, and I bind this, and I bind that. But sometimes it was my body trying to tell me, girl, something is wrong with you. And so... Yeah, it's a balance. Sometimes we have to push ourselves a little harder, but sometimes there's something real going on. And so before you make the determination that 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 you gonna rebuke or bind or whatever, how about you do some follow-up? How about you go and just get a check? Because God has given man the wisdom. Now he is our ultimate healer. You need to know that. But he gives man wisdom on how to treat these bodies. And so subsequently, I ended up going into the hospital. And I was in there seven days. Somebody say seven days seven days and if you spend any time in the hospital you understand seven days of being poked being prodded drawing blood picking frank finger running this test running that test seven days of no sleep and so what was so interesting about it no i didn't have a private room there was someone uh, jason to me in there in the, in the in the bed next to me and i couldn't figure out Okay, we in here. Y'all coming in here doing some of the same stuff. Why y'all can't just hit us both at the same time? Why you got to come in and take my readings and then right when I'm, you know, I'm already exhausted about to, you know, drift off or try to drift off and then here y'all come again to my roommate. Why y'all couldn't, but anyway, I ain't gonna bother them. They took care of me, and I thank God because seven, it is the number of completion. God completed the work in the hospital, and I went home Valentine's Day. Amen. Amen. I give God praise on today. But it has been a journey since. It has been a journey since. And so I won't pretend that it's been easy, but it has been a journey. But I can tell you this, I'm not gonna give the full testimony today, but God is working a miracle in this body. What I went into TMH with in January, I'm not in that health condition anymore. Hallelujah. I'm not there anymore. I'm not that my season has changed. My season has changed and it will continue to change. And so the passage that God had given me is a very familiar um, passage of scripture on today. Like I said, um, earlier seasons are marked generally by changes in patterns and and conditions. So um, when you begin to see things shifting in your life, that's an indicator. Something's about to change. But you got to be watchful because 
when you begin to see those things, you need to inquire of the Lord. Lord, what is this change that's coming about? And do I need to align with it? Because anything that's of God, you can align with that. What do I mean by that? That means come into agreement with it. Some of us, we're having some of our biggest struggles right now because we're out of alignment. We're not in agreement what God has said about our situation. We're not in agreement about what he said about us. We're not in agreement about what he said he was going to do because it doesn't look the way that we think it ought to look. But you're not God. He made you. And the scripture says, shall the clay, uh, clay say to the potter, why hast thou made me this way? Why? He made you and he's designed the thing that you're in. It's for his glory and there is purpose in it. But you can't even understand your purpose until you get in alignment with him. Some of us, he is called to preach the gospel and we too busy trying to sing. Now, I have nothing against praise and worship. I love singers, and that was not directed at any of you all. But when I say you're trying to sing, you're pursuing after a music career with everything, and it's not moving. It's not going to move because you're ignoring the voice of God. And the reason why I know that, because he keeps talking to you. And the thing that you're missing, who says God couldn't incorporate that into what he wants to do through your life but you won't do the first work yes God you've got to align and when you don't align you're causing more wear and tear on your life on your spirit you're impacting people all around you for those of you think about your car what does your vehicle do when it's out of alignment it rides rough. Does that sound like us? Can't stay center. It drifts one way or the other. Does that sound like us? The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It can't hold, it can't hold position because it's out of alignment. And to continue to drive that, you're doing damage to your vehicle. So what do you think you're doing to your spirit, man, the longer you remain out of alignment with God? Who are you impacting because you're out of alignment with God? Who, who hasn't come to the Lord because you're out of alignment with God? And so I, 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 you know, God was just, he's been talking to me over these, over these last few weeks about our nature and our relationship with him. And so one of the things that, that he said was, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. One of the things in looking at the, at the alignment is that when we are out of alignment, and we know we're out of alignment, but we'll try to pretend like we're not. 
when the evidence is all around, stuff just raggedy. Just, just raggedy. Just nothing. You're not getting along with nobody. You, 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 you can't have any clarity of thought because you're out of alignment. And so you may be saying, okay, I hear you. Well, what do I need to get back into alignment? You need to agree with the Lord. You need to come into agreement with him. You need to come into agreement. You need to repent. And you need to submit yourself to him and his word. Because some of us will do that. We'll do what we call that first part. God, I submit myself to you. We'll come to the altar. We'll cry. And we'll make all kind of promises. And yeah, God, I'm ready to turn it around. And I'm not making light of that. But until you're ready to walk according to this word, you're going to keep coming back to the altar for the same thing. Over and over again. Because you've agreed with your mouth. But your heart is not in alignment. God wants all of you. He wants the whole man. There's a scripture over in, 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 in Isaiah. And let me get that right quickly. If I'm not mistaken, it's Isaiah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I'll get it for you, but for, for the moment, I'm just going to tell you, God was saying that the people, they were basically committing, okay, here we go, Isaiah 29 and 13. And he was talking about his children now. It says, wherefore the Lord said, for as much as this people... Draw near me with their mouth and with their lips. Do honor me. Yeah, they give me praise and they, they celebrate me verbally. But have removed their heart far from me. And their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. So basically God is, is saying... It's, it's, it's one thing for you to honor me and, and celebrate me with, with your mouth. But if your heart ain't in it, if your heart isn't, isn't in alignment and in agreement with that, basically you're telling me you don't fear me. You don't fear because I'm a merciful God. And I've given you chance after chance. And so, God will give me another chance. Perhaps. But why run the risk? And why not line up with the promises that he has for your life? A season of change. And so, I'm walking through this this way because 
we have to recognize that it has to be a total commitment. And the reason why I talked about myself and what I went through earlier this year, because since I've come out of the hospital, I made some drastic changes. Drastic changes. Um, basically, I had or I have, until they release me, I have two specialists. And they have different focuses. So this specialist tells me, you need to pay attention to this, you need to pay attention to that, this, that, 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 that. Okay, got it. This specialist, on a whole nother page, because he got a different focus. You need to pay attention to these things. So when I put all of that together, I'm like, well, good Lord, how am I going to manage this? And so basically what God gave me was you got to change what you're doing. You've got to change what you're doing. So that meant, and I'm still in a process of change, but the biggest thing I had to do was to change what I ate, how I ate it, what I drank, how much I drank of it, and paying attention to what's going on in my body. So what does that mean? That means I have aligned myself because God made me a promise when I was lying in that hospital bed and I was like, God, I don't know what's going on, but if you're ready to take me, I'm ready. And I was for real because I didn't know and I wasn't taking no chance. I was leaving out of here and not having my heart right with God. But God spoke to me and he told me this sickness is not unto death. And he confirmed it several times over. So I know once again. Once again, even as in the beginning, because when I was rolling through 2021, I made some commitments to God. Things began to shift in my life. My ministry and my anointing, my grace began to change. And then I got sick. And what the Lord revealed to me was the enemy. He, 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 he attacked you and he came against you because he thought he could stop you. But I've got my hand on you, daughter. I've got my hand on you. And there is nothing that can overtake you. Nothing. As long as you align with me. So I'm in agreement with God. Do I have my struggles? Yes, I do. Do I have my struggles? Yes, I do. And I've changed a lot about what I do and how I do it. But let me tell you something. Because, and this, this is no lie. Everybody got their thing, right? My thing, my thing was, I was a junk food junkie. It wasn't much junk food I didn't like. Cheetos, Doritos, Oreos, I mean, just, just all that. It was, it was all on the table. Coke Zero, all of that. I wasn't really no dessert person, but junk food, oh yeah, that, that was my thing. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how, you know, I'm talking about me. 
because I had to repent of the Lord for the abuse that I had subjected this body to. I had to repent. I did it because had I made or even sought to make the change, sought the Lord to help me a long time ago, perhaps, I don't know, it may have been something else, but I wouldn't have had to deal with some of the things that I dealt with over the years. Been on medication that I didn't have to be on if I just ate right. On medication that I didn't have to be on if I would just do some basic things. One basic thing. We hear it all the time why people always saying it. But let me tell you, it is so critical. Drinking water. But I ain't do it. I did it sometimes. But I get thirsty. I want a Coke Zero. That was my go-to. I'm talking about me. And so... But then, so we, we do these things. We're not in agreement now. Yeah, that word, I've had a word over my life all my life, but look what I was doing. Look what I was doing with the life God had blessed me with. Now, I thank God for his favor, for his mercy, his love, and his grace because I'm doing my best by his grace. I don't even desire any of that stuff anymore. So don't tell me God can't take the taste out of your mouth. I know he can do it. Do I want things? I can look at stuff right now. It's the grace of God. I'm telling you. Things I used to look at and be like, okay, yeah, I have some. But now, I look at them like, no, that's okay. But even in this journey that I'm in, one of the things I had to learn, I had to prepare myself every day differently. And the most important thing for me to keep me on track is to make sure that I eat enough at the right time before I go to bed. Why? Because if I hadn't eaten enough, guess what? Sister girl gonna wake up cause she hungry. And there is nothing good that you need to eat at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Nothing. Not that you're going to want, I mean, maybe a piece of fruit or something like that. But you don't want that. That ain't what you're thinking about. Ooh. God bless her. I, I, I had a friend, she would get up in the middle of the night and just eat full-blown Sunday dinner meals. Oxtails, rice and greens and, and, and macaroni and cheese. And, you know, I'm, 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 just, I'm just talking about what I know. Now, now I, I, I don't know, I'm not saying anybody out there doing that. But I'm just saying what I'm saying. We got to do differently. And we've got to think differently. Thank you, Jesus. And so I'm, 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 I'm bringing us, I'm bringing us in. But I want to, to make today more personal season of change. As God begins to speak, con continue to speak to us, and like I said, we are shifting into a series. There is more in you. Well, not only is there more in you, there is more that's going to be required of you. 
The word has been coming over and over again. We've got to grow up. We've got to change our mindsets. We've got to do things differently. It doesn't just happen because I make a decision. Because I think and praise God that over, I'm going to just say probably the last year and a half, I've lost 40 pounds. But let me help you. Let me help you. I, 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 I didn't do it on my own. I didn't do it because I just had all this great willpower. And some of us feel like, well, I got willpower. I can stop anything. But I beg to differ. You may be able to stop some things, but you can't stop everything by your willpower. You need the Holy Ghost to, to, to come and to overshadow you and to take residence and strengthen you and give you the power that you need to say no to say no to whatever is calling you and to say no to yourself because too many off too many times then too often in the house of God we have an expectation for change but we're looking for the change to come through somebody else we're looking for the change to come through somebody speaking a word over me or somebody laying hands on me or somebody prophesying change to me but what are you going to do to align yourself what are you gonna do to make sure that that change comes about will you seek the Lord with your whole heart will you commit all your ways unto him will you open up yourself and require differently of yourself will you require more of yourself because many of us, we have high expectations in the house of God. And not that we shouldn't. There is a standard. God's standard is holiness. And it doesn't just come. It's not about a title. It's about his people. He says that I am holy, so you should be holy. What does that look like? What does holiness look like? Yeah, I know over time it's been equated with certain things. Depending on the, on the church that you may have been exposed to or grew up in, um, some don't wear makeup, don't wear jewelry, collar up to your ear, him lying down to your feet, and got more devil in you than a little bit. We got a part, but... But, but what, what the scripture says, having a form of godliness. Or godliness as defined by man. But holiness looks like a life that's lived and submitted unto God and his word. And God will teach you. Because this is the other thing. As believers... There are things that he's going to require of me. He's not going to require of you. And it's not that it's not because it's not in scripture. But there are some things he has to deal with me about. There are some things he has to require of me. Will you make that sacrifice? I'm asking you to give that up for me. Because you belong to me. Because you say you love me. Will you give it up for me? Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Lord. And so, and so, I, 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 I've done my best to make this personal because we serve a personal God. He wants to be up close and personal with you. And you may feel like, well, I don't really talk to God like that. I don't pray like that. And well, you can start somewhere. You can start. It's not in the fanciness of words. He's already said, I don't need the lip service. I don't need you telling me all these fancy things and things that you think are going to impress me. I want your heart. I want your heart. I want to know that I come above anything in anybody. I want to know that. And what does that look like? Thank you, Holy Spirit. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a combination of things. We submit to this word. We, 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 we seek him. If we haven't received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If we have been filled, we seek to be filled again. Because there is one baptism but many feelings. You can't, you can't live this walk off of one feeling. Why? Because, and I'm going to tell you how you know you're getting short. And you need to go back and get filled again. Your, 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 your patience is short. You pop off quicker. You get mad for no reason. All of a sudden, you seeing and hearing stuff from somebody, and then you may, you may even challenge that person on it. You know, and I may, like Deacon Jimmy, I know you've been saying whatever, and then, you know, I just want you to know I don't appreciate that. And then he said, well, she, they, I ain't said that. I ain't even thinking that. You need to go back and get filled because the scripture talks about vain imaginations, vain, the stuff that we, we create in our mind. It ain't even real, but stuff we just allow. We have whole movies and series playing out and that stuff ain't even real about why about why whatever why they don't like me why they hating on me why they jealous of me whose fault it is that I didn't get promoted whose fault it is that I didn't get this or I didn't get that but where were you in the equation and I'm not saying that things don't happen but sometimes we need those challenges just to see how bad do you want what you say you want are you willing to push a little more are you willing to push a little harder are you willing to go hard what's that term they use um don't y'all laugh at me um, basketball go hard in the paint like I'm coming through get in my way if you want to but I'm driving to the basket and I plan to score you can stand there if you want to but I'm coming ready or not God wants us to be that kind of aggressive in our walk and so thank you Holy Spirit 
It may require you getting up a little earlier. It may require you sacrificing a lunch break. Some of us, now gas is expensive as it is, and we'll ride around all over time. I don't know what I, I don't want that to eat, and I don't feel like going there and then lunch break over and it's time to go back to work. But perhaps you could have taken the time to find you somewhere. It's, it's a lot of different options. Just go park and just talk to the Lord. Have you ever considered that? It's not strange. You make time for him. He's always. He's, he said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. So he's basically waiting on us. And somebody said we make time for what we want to make time for. And so I, 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 I challenge you on this week. I used to... Um, do this exercise. Um, I'm a certified life coach, and so I used to do this exercise with um, some ladies that I worked with because they always talked about how they didn't have time and they didn't have time. I'm like, well, let's just see. What kind of time do you have? So the challenge was to look at your schedule for the entire week, 24 hours. Block it out. Block out your time for sleep, block out your time for work, block out your time for all those different things that you have a commitment for. And then after you've done that, where is the free time? And so, and I even challenge them with this because some of us will do it, but then we don't leave any time for ourselves. So I told them, be sure you block out something for yourself. And so when they did that, we'd look at it. And so you say you, didn't have, you don't have time, but what about on this day? And what about on that day? So, you know, it's amazing um, the things that we can discover about ourselves when we begin it's a little simplistic but when we begin to track because some of us think we're good at tracking in our heads like going back to the water did you drink water today? yeah how much did you drink? a lot and it may have seemed that way because some of us don't like water we don't but then when we really Look at it, because you know they make those little bottles where you can measure and, and all that good stuff. And you may say, I feel like I drank a lot, but this says I only drank 20 ounces. So it's a matter of perspective. And so what I need to release to you today, um, our scripture was coming from Isaiah 37 verses 1 through 14. Very familiar passage where Ezekiel was taken out into the spirit by the Lord and God commanded him to prophesy to the valley of dry bones. And so there were some things that happened. You know the story, bone came to his bone and, and God told Ezekiel basically what to do. And every time Ezekiel did what God said, what God said was going to happen manifested. So what I want to challenge you with today, what things has God commanded you 
that you haven't obeyed him in that perhaps if you walked in obedience to that word you'd see the manifestation of what he said we all got a word we all got an individual word and sometimes God will yeah he'll orchestrate a service and he'll have somebody release something to us that he's already said to us as a confirmation basically meaning I haven't changed my mind I'm still saying what I'm saying but are you ready to submit because the thing is a season of change begins today. A season of change begins today. It's been prophesied. The word has been released. But God wants to affect change in your life today. But he needs you to commit your heart to him and to agree with him completely. And, what, and let me help you. That doesn't mean being perfect in the sense of you're not going to make mistakes. As long as we are on this earth and growing in the Lord, we're going to always be learning and maturing in God. But what it means is maturing, being perfect. Mark the perfect man, the mature man. Yeah. We need to get off the milk and start eating strong meat. Which is the word of God. Enough patty cake. And God going to bless you with this and he going to bless you with that. What about the word that's over your life that's supposed to impact this generation? That's why you're still here. I don't care how old you are. You're in the earth today because there is a word over your life that God is waiting for you to align with completely. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.